Today's reading is from Luke 12, verses 29 to 34. And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Praise be to God. Well, this is our third week uh, of meeting together over the airwaves. We certainly miss being together, um, and we're doing the best we can. Uh, we're hoping that it will pass sooner than later and that we can gather. So we are praying that everyone is well and that you are connecting with one another, doing your best, as Bonnie has said, uh, phoning through emails and so on. Uh, that's our desire. So we've been working our way through Lent, uh, working towards Jerusalem. That's the theme that we've been doing. And I was thinking of a song by Bruce Coburn going back to the uh, 1980s, and it's uh, Lovers in Dangerous Times. I don't know why that one crossed my mind, but it did. And then as I thought about that, I thought, well, you know, if we switch that first word to living in dangerous times, that, uh, that pretty much sums up the spirit of how Many people, all of us are feeling at some level, uh, some level of anxiety, perhaps discouragement, certainly isolation, maybe loneliness. These are our feelings, and we're not exactly sure where it's all going. Every day the news is giving us more information. Uh, we hear about new responses and new cases. It's, uh, it's a challenging time, so we're thinking of living in dangerous times, that's where we're at. And so as we go through Lent, how is Jesus with us as we live in dangerous times? How does he encourage us? How do we hear his voice? So that's the question for us today in this homily. How is Jesus with us in dangerous times as we move towards the cross with him? So as we uh, hear in the text, the uh, first uh, piece, not to focus on worry, this is the verse I'm looking for, and do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying. So what Jesus is saying here is that as we follow him towards the cross, and indeed as we carry our own crosses, we are to not be caught up in worry. That Jesus himself is not. Now, that's, that's, that's tough, right? That's, we wonder, how can that even be possible? How do we not worry in such days? But it seems that Jesus is able to do that as he does not dwell on the fact of his actual experience on the cross. He is not looking to the future or rolling around in the future. He is on his way, he is with his disciples, he is meeting people on the way, 
but he's not dwelling in the future. And as someone has said that I've read from another tradition that we're invited to not roll around in the past or roll around in the future. And when we hear the TV news stations, as we read it on our computers, it's easy to roll around in the future. And Jesus is saying, that's not what we're to do. We are to stay where we are and, and not race ahead of ourselves. So is that possible? How do we do that? And it seems for Jesus, uh, he's able to do that because his horizon is one of hope. It is not a horizon of despair, even though he's going to the cross. So can we have a horizon of hope even when we're living in dangerous times? That's the, the suggestion. So our horizon is one of life and one of abundance. We're walking with Christ. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday. So we have a sense that Jesus is with us even in these days and we're not focusing on despair. So that's the first point that we keep in mind. Can I live with a horizon of hope as opposed to a horizon of despair? And with that in mind, not to worry, not to fixate not to just imagine where my life may stumble to in the weeks and months to come, but to know that Jesus is with me here and now. How do we do that, you know? How do we help each other? How do we nurture this reality that we have a horizon of hope rather than despair? I think we need help. We need encouragement. But certainly it also means what are we focusing on? What are you focusing on? What are our choices in these days? So can we maybe spend more time in Scripture? Can we spend more time listening to songs of, that are uplifting, whatever that might be? Beth and I have been uh, listening to Mozart uh, every day for about the last three weeks. Karl Barth, that was a practice of his, so at dinner time we're listening to Karl I mean, to Wolfgang, Amadeus, Mozart. Uh, he's the one that we're listening to, and that buoys up our spirit in some way. So what's our self-talk? What are we imagining? Can we live with a horizon of hope and not despair? That's the first point. Do not worry. But we also see that uh, Jesus says in the same text that we are not to live in fear. We know that the command to not be afraid is the most a repeated command in the New Testament. So here we see Jesus again. He says, do not be afraid, little flock. That is a reference to the church, his disciples. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Do not be afraid. We're not to worry. We're not to roll around in the future. And we are also not to focus on our fears. Paul says in Romans, if God is for us, who can be against us? not to focus on fear, to focus on the reality that Jesus is with me all the way. So in verse 32, I love this verse uh, that we're given. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's Jesus' word to us. We do not have to be afraid because it is the Father's good pleasure to give you, to give me the kingdom. That is a word of hope. That is not a word of despair. It's a word of encouragement. This is 
God's good pleasure. So Jesus speaking in the days of the Roman Empire, and the Roman Empire is massive, and it's all over the world, and Jesus is saying, hey, remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So can we replace fear with love? John says that perfect love casts out fear. Do not worry. Not to worry in COVID-19 these days. Not to be overcome by our fears, but to rest in God's love. Jesus is our good shepherd to hear his voice. Again, to make choices that encourage us and promote that as we make our way. And then finally, Jesus says to us that we are to focus on a real treasure, our real treasure. So what is that? For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's where Jesus ends. What is your focus? What is my focus? On the way to the cross, as we carry our own cross, what is our passion? What are we staying centered on? That's what Jesus means when he says, where is your treasure? So we can make our worries and our fears our treasure. If that's all we focus on, then that is our treasure. The word passion comes from the word to touch. So whatever is touching us, whatever we are holding on to, that becomes our passion, that becomes our treasure. And for Jesus, clearly, going towards Jerusalem, his passion and his treasure is Abba, is the Father, and his mission to speak the good news. And so Jesus is reminding us, even as we as a church are in these challenging days, that our real treasure and our real goal is beyond this reality right here and now, this problem that we're facing. Again, it's a choice. Can I rest? Can I depend on God as the one who's for me? May he be our treasure. So not to worry. No, that's hard. Not to worry. What are we focusing on? Not to live in fear. Again, what are we focusing on? And then finally, what is our treasure? What's your treasure? In the reality of your life right now, what's the treasure that you and I are holding on to? Jesus is saying, keep looking to Abba, the Father, to the kingdom of the good news that is there for you and for me. And then as we hold that, as we hold that, maybe life receives a little bit more balance. And then maybe we are a little bit more centered as we live through these challenging times. And I offer these words in Jesus' name. Amen.